Plot twists. We're obsessed with them. In film, life and love, they turn up everywhere. It's that moment in a story where it takes you in an unexpected direction. I'm Tom, comedy and impressions lover. And I'm Fran, super fan of reality TV and rom-coms. And we're from now. And throughout this series, we're going to be interviewing TV and film stars, asking them all about their favourite plot twists, both on and off screen. So expect the unexpected, and hopefully some behind-the-scenes gems that you've never heard before. Contain spoilers. Obviously. can't believe we're almost in 2022 it's madness but new year fresh start i love all that all for that and there's obviously going to be some big blockbuster films and series i mean the game of thrones prequel house of the dragon is coming in 2022 I know people are really excited for that. Although our household, we're more like Top Gun. That's the one that's on our calendar. Oh, gunning for Maverick. For. Oh, I see. Yeah. We are. We are gunning <laughs> for Maverick. But actually, our guests this week, uh, Jamie Dornan and Shalom Broom Franklin, are quite literally kicking the year off with a brilliant new series called The Tourist. And Fran, I don't want to dig you out. I'm not about that. I don't want to oh. uh, embarrass you. But would it be fair to say to the listeners that you were... You were mildly, fairly excited to speak to Jamie Dornan. (laughs) (laughs) You and the listeners may be presuming that my, let's call it an obsession with Jamie Dornan, maybe started (laughs) when he was the beautiful Christian Grey in the Fifty Shades of Grey trilogy. But I'm going to correct you there because actually it goes further back than that. It started when I watched him play Paul Spector in The Fall, which was a brilliant BBC series that I just... I just loved. Paul Spector, the serial killer. He he may have played a horrendous <laughs> serial killer, but the series was good. It and was you know that I love crime stuff. You yes, know I that's love crime true. stuff. But on that though, let's move to Shalom Broom Franklin. <laughs> no stranger to BBC audiences has been in Our Girl with Michelle Keegan and DC Chloe Bishop in Line of Duty. What a series that is. Yeah, speaking of big series of the year, Line of Duty has Got been to be one there. of those. But going back to The Tourist, the vibe of this is very much this sort of thriller, mystery. You think you know what's happening. You have no idea what's happening. And I think the thing that sums it up for me is that Jamie Dornan's character is called The Man. (laughs) Just The Man. So if you want mystery, it doesn't get much more mysterious than that. Well, we kind of find him in the Australian Outback. We don't know why he's there, Mm. how he's got there. He then gets hit by a truck, which was purposely trying to hit him. And then he's trying to work out why he's there. And it's just yeah. one plot twist after another. And after the first episode, we regrouped. We thought we had it all sussed. We definitely had nothing sussed at all. Not a clue. Not a clue. Yes, if you like series like Baptiste or The Missing, it's written by the same team. So you're probably going to enjoy this one. Yeah, and we were really hoping when we spoke to them that we were going to like maybe get a few little clues, little like hint. a few little spoilers. We got nothing. <laughs> But we did get some pretty epic plot twists, which is what we're about. So, you know, there's uh, there's silver linings here. (laughs) That we did. So here they are. It's Jamie Dornan and Shalom Brune Franklin on Plot Twist. Jamie, Shalom, lovely to have you on Plot Twist. Thank you so much for for coming on. Uh, Before we go anywhere, how are you both? We're good yeah. i'm just happy to see shalom we haven't seen each other since we i know doing so it's 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 nice it's annoying not uh, in person but we'll get there yeah mm. yeah when was the last time you saw each other 
when we wrapped. Really? Yeah, yeah. The last emotional sort of day on set, which was oh, really was. my the very beginning of August. So quite yeah. a little while, a little while. Yeah. Um, we're obviously going to talk about the tourist for new show. I mean, from when we record now to when it comes out, it's still a bit of time, but already it's getting quite a bit of hype, Jamie. It seems like there's a lot of people getting behind this and I'm very intrigued to uh, see what happens. Um, I've watched the first episode and uh, it was it was pretty thrilling. Yeah, it's cool. You know, I think the timing of it's nice. You know, it's coming at the start of the year here in the, in the UK and it's kind of like there's a bit of an off season. It's like, you know, Mm. everyone sort of takes a bit of time off at Christmas don't they and they watch the usual shite that you watch at Christmas <laughs> you know I feel like Christmas is the only time people aren't going like let's stay in and watch episodes of you know because everyone's just you're doing your own Christmas thing so it'd be nice to sort of kick off the year with something like this so I think that adds to the, to the hype a bit of it and I think stuff that Harry and Jack Williams write intrigues people and they bring an audience with them. Mm. And, uh, you know, I feel like this is like nothing on television, really. I think visually it's like nothing really on television, I think, plot-wise um, and the sort of tone of it and how it plays all these different genres. Um, it's uh, a refreshing thing to be to be consumed. So um, I think all of those elements, and Sean, Bruce Franklin and Danielle McDonald just will... Uh, make people uh you know excited to see it that was a real push like full name i had them written down because i'd forgotten your sermons <laughs> yeah i bet i mean it's long enough <laughs> before we come on to plot twist questions and then obviously do more of a deep dive into taurus because there's more questions to ask on that front I want to start with something a little bit serious. I didn't want to do this so early, but I feel like I've got to. In the opening three minutes of The Tourist, Jamie, you're singing in the car. And one of my all-time favorite activities is singing in the car. And I'm yeah. wondering, uh, and Shalom, maybe I can start with you. What what might be your ultimate carpool <gasps> karaoke? I mean, I don't know if it's really sad, but I know that straight away. Um, Luther Vandross, <laughs> never too oh, much. Ooh. Every oh, time. Watching. Go big or go yeah, home. Choice. Yeah, that's it. Jamie, anything uh, sticks out? Mine, I, I imagine mine has been Madonna. <laughs> uh, you're very um, coloured by your past, I think, when it comes to like what gets you going the song. It's, it's often something nostalgic, isn't it? And we used to drive um, down to different parts of Ireland to sort of camp for uh, holidays. And then a couple of times went over to France to camp when I was a kid. And we get the ferry over. And I think the only two albums I remember having in the car were the original cast recording of Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> and, oh my God. And because we'd gone to see it as a family, it was good. And then True Blue by Madonna. So mine would probably be like, yeah, Papa Don't Preach or something. It, it does. It takes you back to a certain time in life, doesn't it? It's reminiscent. Yeah. And if I think yeah. of year six at school, I think of Shaggy. I don't know why, but that's Shaggy. just, you know. <laughs> Shaggy's never far from my mind. <laughs> uh, it was, and it was Betty Davis' eyes, wasn't it? That you were you were doing in the opening, and you you were you've given it some. It was it was pretty pretty impressive. Yeah, it was kind of meant it was meant to be a bit shit. You know what I mean? Like it was kind of like we we're you know. It wasn't. He's just saying that now. Yeah, <laughs> that was him fully trying. Then he watched the episode back and was like, "It's supposed uh, to be a bit God. shit." Yeah. <laughs> well, alarmingly, I sung in the last four or five things I've done and sometimes it's meant to be good 
Um, but yeah, no, honestly, yeah, Chris and I have a big chat about it being like it's a little bit too high for me. I'm a bit strained. <laughs> um, and uh, it was fun. And actually, weirdly, we had a couple of fucking weird moments um, when, like, I was at the airport on the way out to Australia and we were in like a boots and um, they were playing Betty Davis Eyes in the chemist. I thought it was really strange. Sort of. Yeah. Ominous uh, thing that happened, yeah. But yeah, fun, fun song. Is a is a good one. Mm. Let's uh, let's come on to our first plot twist question. As Tom says, like we are the plot twist podcast. So the first, I suppose, big question for both of you is: plot twists are all about unexpected things happening or stories taking a turn that you might not see coming. But in your lives, your careers, what would you say is the biggest sort of plot twist moment that you've had? Well, I think maybe like just this career. I think kind of came out of nowhere. I think. What career? I don't really. What like career? <laughs> you don't have a career. <laughs> but yeah, I just feel like being an actor. I think that's kind of a plot twist. I don't like no one in my family is works in any kind of creative industry whatsoever. So I think it, it's a bit random. So I think maybe that that would probably be mine. So what made you take that path then? Why was that completely unexpected? Um, I was doing broadcasting and journalism at uni and I got kicked out of my course because I was <laughs> I was not enrolled properly. And so they were like, you know, you're going to have to come back next year because you're technically classed as an international student. And so I was like, oh, OK, whatever. And then I just walked through the like drama campus that was attached to the university and was like, oh, I kind of like drama in high school. I might try and go here instead. And that's like kind of how I ended up doing it. So it's a bit random. I feel like maybe getting kicked off the course was that the plot twist? The yeah, there we go. Did you think you were going to get kicked off the course? Was that no? I didn't. <laughs> I, didn't I didn't expect that to happen. No. So yeah, plot twist is getting kicked out of uni. Good times. <laughs> Good times. Yeah. How about you, Jamie? It's actually pretty uh, similar. Like I think the failing first year of university, um, having done no work whatsoever, and have att- <laughs> I attended. I attended nine hours of university mm-hmm. uh, in my first year. Um, and five of them were in Freshers' Week. Um, I got off to a really good start. I was like, fuck, I'm really going to give this uni thing a go here. Um, I was doing a marketing degree. and um, I was meant to be doing a marketing degree. And I uh, just never went. and um, was really stumped when I had to turn up these exams. I had literally no idea what was going on. Obviously failed them miserably. But what that acted as was the sort of impetus to be like, you're either going back to repeat first year, which you had no interest in first time round. You're going to have even less interest in second time round because it's a course you didn't even want to do. And I didn't, I didn't want to work in marketing at all. I didn't want to work in any environment where you sat in an office. And what that did was that it opened up this idea of, of doing something else. And I, I think I probably had a similar realization that time that I wasn't good enough at sport to do it professionally. And I'd always acted at school and stuff anyway. And I just saw an opening to like, you know, the mad madness of that decision to like give that a go or to like go and move to London and, and take a risk and, and do something in the arts with a sort of, you know, 2% chance of uh, success was, uh, yeah, would have been the, 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 the plot twist, I think, failing my my first year, you know. There's something to be said for failing, you know. There's, uh, yeah, you can... and you know what? There I think is. Yeah, there really for is. loads of people, I think for loads of people, that's the case, you know, I think, I think there's a lot of actors who are like failed at all kinds of things where um because it's a big thing to and it's often the wrong thing to 
grow up uh, being one of those kids who's like, I want to be an actor when I'm older. Um, I just think most people who have had success in it weren't that way. They they sort of stumbled into it or it came to them later than anticipated or or, or, or whatever, some happen chance moment, you know. It almost helps you find your path, doesn't it? Mm, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that's when we're all doing that our late teens, early twenties, no one really has a clue unless you've always, you know, often you have your school trajectory and the grades you've got or whatever leading you definitively down a path to law or medicine or, you know, accounting or whatever it is, some really proper job. Um, or you're someone who's just sort of bounced their way through school, just about scraping by, not really having the academics to do any of those things. And then going, well, I sort of like, I like drama <laughs> and sort of finding your way in that way. And, like, you know, um, it feels like a lot of people who end up doing it have, have had that path rather than something else. I mean, we're, we're both glad you did fail then because, uh, you know, everything yeah. that's preceded that. For, yeah, good news. Yeah. <laughs> for both of you. Uh, I mean, so we, we love a good plot twist story uh, and, and thank you for sharing those. And talking plot twists, it seems befitting you know, watching the tourists and everything that sort of happens just in the first episode. I thought I had you guys sussed out. I thought 30 minutes in, I thought, right, I've got this plot nailed on. And then it's just a one plot twist after another with relevations and, and so on. Um, th this is going to be exciting. If you like a plot twist, yeah. you love the show. Yeah, there's yeah. Um, there's plenty of really mad, obscure, unexpected things that happen in it. That truth that I do think truly are unique and uh, often really jarring um, characters that are sort of almost unbelievable coming in and just changing the total trajectory of, of the story and direction of where you think the character's going and the audience are going to be constantly being asked big questions and being led down certain paths only to be like turned 180 degrees. Um, there's loads of that in this and that's what makes them such exciting scripts to read and hopefully exciting episodes for, for an audience to watch. Yeah. I was going to say, when you received the script for that, that's like you almost watching it like the viewer for the first time and trying to work it out yourself. That must be pretty exciting when that lands on your desk. Definitely. I remember just that first episode, I, I went through it so quickly and I remember asking for more scripts and they were like, no, it's not available. They don't want to give it away. You know, you don't know if you're going to get past in this. They're not just going to hand out the episodes. But um, yeah, I just, I remember just like really hoping that that trans Later, like the audience feel exactly what I felt when I was turning those pages over because it is so exciting and you have no idea which way it's going to go I think that final 15 minutes of episode one kind of turns the whole series on its head you kind of think you like what you were saying before you think you know what's happening and then it's like oh no get ready for six episodes of this yeah, I, I feel it's going to be the sort of show that fans are going to all have their own theories <laughs> about what is happening. And then there's going to be sub theories, which Long, you must be quite used to because with Line <laughs> yeah. of Duty, I feel like that's a very similar show. Like yeah. everyone watches it and then they all have their own interpretation. And then like it just spirals yeah. with the depth of fan theories. Absolutely. I think there's going to be a few a few of those theories going around. Um, I'm actually quite excited to see what, what people come up with. I want to see if people guess yeah. maybe even if people guess what what's going on I don't think people will I think it's so random and just kooky I just don't think you could possibly guess what what's going to happen I got I got the first episode wrong so I, I've got no chance <laughs> yeah Tom and I had a debrief yeah. after episode one and I was like here's my thoughts okay. and he was like 
oh no, I didn't think that at all. And I'm like, well, that's, I mean, I feel like oh, that's a good, that's, that's a sign of a good show. Good I, yeah, I really but, want to know um, what your theories are. Well, I think even Jamie, your character just being called the man, mm. like in itself, like when you get a, a part through with that as your character's name, I feel like that in itself is like, sign me up. Yeah, it, it's definitely intriguing, you know, and I think there's obviously there's a, a there's a lot of tools used in this that keep the audience going what's going to happen who is this person why do we know nothing about him how is it going to be revealed to us who's that person what what have they got to do with them why is he delete like there's just so many co- they're asking the audience questions <laughs> for the entirety of this series and it was like that for us i mean i think i signed on having only read three maybe four episodes i sort of had chats with jack and harry about how it would end and uh but not it wasn't definitive so even i was sort of going into it going what's gonna happen which is kind of crazy <laughs> and i yeah I, I i do think this is a proper trippy journey and i love the idea of that um i, I feel like i haven't been involved in something like that uh where there's all these fan, fan theories out there really um obviously sean has his line of duty but I love the idea of that and, and people, you know, getting people guessing about it and talking about it and in these sort of like, you know, I don't know how, how young kids do it these days. Are they in forums talking about that? Like, what are they Probably. Probably. Yeah. Forums? <laughs> just some forums. Just Twitter. Like, it's just so. Twitter. <laughs> I, I didn't well, want like to ask. Reddit. Yeah, well, Reddit would be a good one. That's true. Reddit, there's, there's, Reddit there's would be, be lots one. on there. Uh, maybe Twitter as well. But I did want to ask about the sort of uh, the setup. You're in the Australian outback, uh, which I mean, it's, visually, it's it's very arresting. It's beautiful. But I imagine for, in filming wise, was that quite challenging? It looks like it's quite a. I mean, the conditions and the, and the heat. I'm imagining were pretty intense. It was actually freezing. It was so cold. <laughs> what? I know, I, I think, what? I know, I don't think that's one of the most shocking things is that it looks so hot, but like, I guess because there's never... You've just planned. discovered the biggest plot twist of the episode, <laughs> yeah. which is that it was freezing that there's, and it like, looks oh, incredibly hot. hot. water bottles hidden and like, you know, every time we're sat in cars, there's heat packs everywhere. It was so cold. We were filming in the outback really in winter, so it was... I think it's impressive that it looks so hot, personally. That's so impressive. That's deceiving. Yeah. You wouldn't know. Yeah, well, the fir- I mean, the hold on, Shalom. The, fir- the, first- <laughs> the first few weeks was still hot. They you were know. not hot. I don't know what <laughs> no, your idea of hot is. That was not Australian Ireland. hot. You're from Ireland, that's hot. It was like, <laughs> it, I'm from Australia, sure. I'm sure it wasn't hot, but yeah. it was... It was it was sweaty enough those first few weeks, but no, the majority of what we shot in Australia winter, which is like flip flop weather in Ireland, but like I guess it was actually pretty chilly. Yeah, there was the hot water bottles. There's a lot of that. I see. Yeah, what are you talking about? I was like, are you? You're basically saying that it wasn't hot at all. I'm like, I need to find pictures of you with like hot water bottles on you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that exists. Uh, That's the next Instagram shot. Let's uh, move on to a plot twist person. We talk about somebody that behind the scenes has been a source of inspiration, maybe an unexpected source of inspiration. Jamie, who who might that person be for you? Well, this will be surprising. The biggest influence in my life has been my wife. My career wasn't in that good a place. It was it was fine, like I was doing all right, but um, I was still modeling, didn't want to do that. That had been good to me, but didn't want to do it really. I met my wife at the beginning of 2010. And then really from that year, the next year onwards, I things started happening in a much better way. And I thought it's only down to her and, and me sort of going 
right, gotta get my shit together here. I'm, I'm, I know I'm gonna spend my life with this person, and I, I want to do it all right. So, um, I'd focus a bit more. So that's um, gotta you know give my wife the, the plot twist, the credit there. Um, <laughs> and then the surprising one will be this man here. I'm actually looking at pictures. So this is um, <laughs> this is Don Rickles. Does anyone know? You're joking. He's like my comedy hero. Right, there we go. He's my comedy hero too. So yeah, fair play, Tom. You've got good taste. But um, well, we couldn't have written that better. I to can't be believe you've just said uh, that. I've got Rickles book here. Yeah. Um, I um Don. I'm obsessed with Don Rickles and um sort of bullishness. His ability to take the Mickey out of everyone and by doing that, making it an even playing field. And actually, it's all about love. Yeah. Everyone, so by including everyone in your abuse, almost it means we're all the same. And uh, one of the greatest thrills of my life is that in his final couple of years, Don and I became friends, and I'd go out for dinner with him in LA. Oh my god! Uh, but this picture, I got. I talked about him on a talk show in the states. I got uh, contacted the next day by his publicist and said that Don would love to chat on the phone. The next day, I spoke to Don Rickles and his wife Barbara for you know, 45 minutes on the phone. And then we, next time I was in LA, we had dinner and then we had dinner again. I went to the show and then he, you know, passed away a few years ago now. Um, I wrote a big article in The Guardian uh, when he passed um, about the influence that he had had on, 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 my, on my life and, and his comedy and and, uh, and just what a gent. He was like a true fucking gentleman. Um, so yeah, Don Rickles is my boy. So him and my wife really equal. <laughs> Uh, that, that, that is <laughs> that is the best plot twist person answer from a personal point of view we we've ever had um yeah, yeah cause I, I watched the Reagan inauguration he does a oh, Ray, Ray, yeah, and that was brilliant. the first that's time brilliant. that's a brilliant uh, he's brilliant that uh, yeah and then ever uh, since then all the Letterman appearances everything I've been absolutely obsessed well, you, you need to come on again just to talk about that me and you will have I a, will a Rickles chat a, a Rickles episode I really will <laughs> um the more you spread the word about him because I feel like there's a lot of people don't know his comedy. Or yeah, in the UK. Yeah. Or something, which is obviously a massive deal, but like there's nobody like him, truly. Yeah, Mr. Warmth himself. I love that. Mm-hmm. What, about, what about you, Shalom? Uh, I was like, me. I was like, no, no pressure with your I know. I was like, anything. can we change the question? Because how am I supposed to go after that? I mean, like, I think we should just end it. Me frantically Googling, Googling like, who is Don Rickles? I don't know if I'm saying that right. I was like, Mr. Potato Man. Yeah, yeah. Mr. Okay, there we go. Uh, look, am I really expected to go? Yeah. Yeah, I can um, do this. I mean... I honestly have no idea. I probably, I feel like I'm going to sound lame, but I think my mom. <laughs> that's, but that's, that's not no, really that's a plot twist, is it? No, that's not I, Yeah, I just think she's incredible. Like, I've never known someone to reinvent themselves and, and do everything that she has. And so I think she's a constant source of inspiration for me. And, yeah, there's my really basic answer. <laughs> well, what, about, uh, what, about, what about Daniel Ricardo? Oh, Daniel, don't out me like that. What is wrong with you? You're going to make me seem like a thirsty fangirl now? Why would you do that? Um, do you want to do any shout-outs while we've got you, I mean, Daniel Ricardo? Or... Do you want to, Jamie, do you want to do any shout-outs to Charles Leclerc? Did you want to... No, listen to Athena. How he's influenced you. 
handsome men driving fast cars. I mean, I don't know. Like, <laughs> you know, they make Formula One interesting to me before where I didn't find it interesting, you know. <laughs> Adds a bit of spice to the race. Yeah. Yeah. Wish they take the helmet yeah. off so you can see the faces. <laughs> yeah. A very a bit of a off off the cuff here, but um is there is there Guinness in Australia? Oh Jesus, no. I mean there would <laughs> no. be well, you wouldn't be touching it. <laughs> yeah, there's no Guinness. There's no Fosters. I mean, Fosters like isn't a thing, which I think confuses a lot of people what? coming from England. I mean, yeah, I, it's like it's advertised as this like great Australian beer, but people don't drink Fosters over there. I don't even think it's ma- like made there really? or anything. No, no I, yeah. I don't think I've ever seen it sold in Australia before. I was told by uh, a, a very good friend of mine, who a, a friend of his, had done a job in Adelaide. And he was also Irish, all three of us were Irish. So it was coming from what I thought was a good source of the best pint of Guinness in Adelaide. And I actually made, we're going out for dinner one night, my wife and I, and I was like, oh, do you mind? Like, I just really want a Guinness. So let's go to this place beforehand. It was kind of like out of the way from where we're going to dinner. And I made my wife like come with me to, so I could sit and indulge in this really good pint of Guinness. And it was one of the worst pints of Guinness <laughs> ever had. <happened. laughs> And it was so awful, I didn't even finish it. And like, then we were late for dinner by like 25 minutes because I insisted on driving across town to have this fucking pint. Terrible. I don't think I've ever had a pint of Guinness. Oh, you got, well, even, do you have it with a bit of black currant, Jamie? Fuck off. Get that, <laughs> <laughs> the, the beautiful friendship has just come to an end. Yeah. It was a few minutes and it, it, it meant something. It was a few it minutes, you're right. No, 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 it's no, over. It meant something. It's fine. But no, uh, is this shit London Guinness? Is the is the Instagram page where they like show like terrible pints of Guinness that are being put? It, it is my shocking. favorite Instagram account. It's unbelievable. It's so brilliant. It's uh, I gave that guy a shout out on a when I was doing a chat show one night, and uh, he was very thankful. Sent me some merch. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, got like a, a sweatshirt with his London Guinness logo on it and stuff. What a great account that is. So good. So original. Well, guys, uh, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Good luck with the series, The Tourists. We're excited to continue watching. Yeah, we've got to. We've yeah. had a taste and we want more. Good to oh, hear. Thank Good you. Night. Thanks for having us. We'll chat, we'll chat about Rickles next time. Yeah. <laughs> Set up another I'm, session. I'm, I'm, I've come on. I promise you I'll do a Rickles chat. Just Rickles. I'll, I'll hold you to that. <laughs> he will actually hold you to that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you so much, Great. guys. Thanks, guys. See you. Bye. Oh, a massive thank you to Jamie Dornan and Shalom Broom Franklin. They were so much fun. Great fun. They bounced off each other really well. And I tell you what, Fran, any man or woman who references Don Rickles as their plot twist person is automatically going to go up in my books. Yeah. Plot twists are things that you don't see coming. And when Jamie Dornan reached off the screen to show us a picture of someone... Of all the people I thought was going to come back on, it was not Don Rickles, who has had so many references throughout the series. And rightly so. But also, it was interesting with their plot twist, wasn't it? They talked about, not that we should endorse failure, but actually... No. <laughs> but actually how, in many ways for both of them, that, that kind of paved the, sort of the direction they were going to head towards acting. Yeah, it's funny that both their failures were literally in education, that they talked yeah. to the fact as well that... 
they think that a lot of people who end up in acting actually almost stumble into it or find it later in life because they've tried to pursue something else and then they've taken up acting, which I thought was quite interesting because when you think about that, that has been the case for quite a lot of the people that we've spoken to. Yeah, quite a few actually. That you know, I think failure can almost make you sort of rediscover your passion and that's for both of them, it seems like that's what it sort of steered them towards. And like every episode of Plot Twist as well, there's always a bit of uh, information. We're always supporting our, our listeners. For example, careful where you get your Guinness in Australia. That's one. Top tip number one. Top tip number two, when you're watching The Tourist and you think that they're in this hot climate and there's potentially even a bead of sweat there, that's because they've got eight hot water bottles stuffed under their clothing. It is not because they are enjoying the climates of the outback. That probably was the biggest plot twist we've had in some time. I did not understand that i don't i still don't if you watch the <laughs> first episode and the following it looks like it's about 40 degrees <laughs> but it did make me giggle because obviously shalom is from australia and jamie is from ireland and their interpretation of what is a hot <laughs> climate i think was very very different yeah very typical but yeah a big thank you to them their new series the tourist starts on new year's day on the bbc and in the meantime fran you can go back to nurturing your jamie dawn shrine <laughs> <laughs> you can go back to tending to your Don Rickle shrine. So you don't need this tip for tat. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. <laughs> right, and on that note, we'll see you soon. We'll see you soon. Ciao.